We're going to be in Mark chapter 5 tonight. I hope everybody has been uh, following along as we try to, as a church, read through the New Testament in a year. Uh, we're, we're a couple of weeks in, week and a half in, and uh, this would have been a passage uh, we would have read, I think, last Friday is when this one would have been read. But uh, we're just going to go back and look at Mark chapter 5, verse 21 through 34. Mark 5:21-34 When Jesus had crossed over again by boat to the other side, a large crowd gathered around him while he was by the sea. One of the synagogue leaders named Jairus came, and when he saw Jesus, he fell at his feet and kept begging him. My little daughter is at death's door. Come and lay your hands on her so she can get well and live. So Jesus went with him, and a large crowd was following and pressing against him. A woman suffering from bleeding for twelve years had endured much under many doctors. She had spent everything she had and was not helped at all. On the contrary, she became worse. Having heard about Jesus, she came behind him in the crowd and touched his robe. For she said, If I can just touch his robes, I'll be made well. Instantly her flow of blood ceased, and she sensed in her body that she was cured of her affliction. At once Jesus realized in himself that power had gone out from him. He turned around in the crowd and said, Who touched my robes? His disciples said to him, you see the crowd pressing against you, and you say, Who touched me? So he was looking around to see who had done this. Then the woman, knowing what had happened to her, came with fear and trembling, fell down before him, and told him the whole truth. Daughter, he said to her, Your faith has made you well. Go in peace and be free from your affliction. Let's pray. God, we come to you and I pray that you just bless these words tonight, and I pray that you help us to, to see the heart of, uh, of Jairus and to see the heart of this sick woman here uh, as they were seeking you, dear Lord, and let us be those who would seek you. If there's something going on in someone's life here tonight, God, if maybe there's someone who has never made you Lord and Savior, Lord Jesus, that tonight that they would come to you, that they would, that they would, they would seek you out, just like these that we see in this verse. In Jesus' name I pray it. Amen. Amen. This is a, a good passage, as you've seen, if you've been reading through Mark over the last week and a half, and I, I know a lot of you have, I appreciate you for, for, for taking this journey with us. As you've seen through uh, the book of Mark and Jesus and what he's done, you see very quickly that there are a lot of crowds that follow Jesus. It doesn't take very long that there are crowds following him everywhere he goes. We also see that Jesus doesn't spend a lot of time in one place. He goes to a place, he preaches the gospel to them there, he heals them, he has compassion on them, and then off to the next place he goes to fulfill his mission to let everyone know that he is the Son of God. And here is one of those instances where Jesus is on his travels going from place to place and the crowds are just pressing against him. Can you imagine what that must have been like? Can you imagine how fast the word would have spread when all of a the sudden there was a man who was coming and he was preaching like one who had authority, who was a little different than everybody else who had come, who was able to lay his hands on people and heal them in an instant, who was able to raise people 
from the dead, and word traveled quickly. Word spread quickly throughout the land, and people came from everywhere. You think about even in our culture, maybe you hear a celebrity's coming. What do people do when they hear a celebrity is nearby? A lot of times you see large crowds of people that are just, they just want to touch that celebrity. They want to touch that famous person. They want to shake the President of the United States' hands. Uh, there's something about people when there's uh, someone special coming. Now, I'm not saying that celebrities are necessarily special, but for the sake of this illustration, there is something about when we hear someone that we're excited about is coming that people just kind of flock to them. I remember when I was a kid, uh, we uh, my sister liked wrestling, and I did too, and, and my parents had taken uh, my sister and Amy and Jamie Sharp to a wrestling event. It was in Jackson, and I was young, and I didn't have a ticket, uh, and we were sitting in the car, and why my parents let me go out and explore on my own, I don't know, but they did. I was probably 13 or 14, and, and, and while we were waiting on the wrestling match to be over, I was just kind of walking around looking, thinking maybe I could catch a glimpse, glimpse of one of the wrestlers, and lo and behold, somebody opened the door of the Coliseum, and I looked around. I just walked right on in. And I walked right up there. there was, I never saw a person. I walked right in there. And there was the wrestling match going on. It was almost the main event. And I done got in there for free. And my mom and dad are sitting in the car doing whatever they do. You know, don't have a clue where I'm at. And I make my way down to the main entrance. You know the main entrance where the, where the wrestlers come down, their music plays, and lo and behold, the music played, and one of the biggest wrestlers of that time, undefeated Goldberg, big muscular Goldberg, and his music played, and there he came. And they had the little aisle there, and I made my way through, and just like the hundreds of other crazy idiots, I was reaching out as far as I could, and he came by, and I was able to swipe my hand against the sweaty arm of Goldberg, and I thought that was the best experience. I got to touch Goldberg, and I couldn't wait to go back and tell my classmates. Now, that was nothing. That was a guy, it wasn't wrestling any real, I'm sorry to bust your bubble, but, but I was young, and it was the coolest experience because I got to touch somebody who was, who, was, who was famous and who was popular. And can you imagine what it must have been like for Jesus, for the people that saw him, because he was somebody. He wasn't just some old washed-up wrestler. He was the Son of God. I touched Goldberg, and all I got was a sweaty, stinky hand. But these people, this woman, wanted to touch Jesus because she knew if she could touch the Son of God, that it would change her life. Here we see the first guy, Jairus, he comes to Jesus and he had heard the stories and he says, if I can just get this Jesus, this man who has this power, whoever he may be, the Son of God, I don't know if Jairus knew who he was or not, but he said, if I could just get Jesus to come and lay his hand on my child, it would heal her. Isn't that pretty phenomenal? That's some faith right there. That's really believing that Jesus was who he said he was, that he had power that had never been seen before and will never be seen again until he returns. And then the story shifts gears, and here's this woman who has been sick for 12 years, who's had this bleeding issue, and she had invested all of her money, everything she had, she had thrown toward the doctors and said, please heal me, and they had done everything humanly possible, and she could not be healed of what was affecting her. What was afflicting her? But she said, Jesus is nearby. If I can just touch the hem of his robe, if I can just touch his clothes. Now that's pretty intense right there. You ever had faith like that before? 
I'd say probably not. I mean, this woman, if she could just touch a thread of his clothes, she knew that everything would be made better. And she snuck through the crowd, through all the people, and here he come. And can you just imagine Jesus trying to get through? Have you ever been in a big crowd? Have you ever been to Disney World and you're trying to get through the line? I can imagine it being something like that and people just everywhere. And Jesus just trying to get through and trying to help people. And here's this woman. She's reaching and she reaches out. And in an instant she just barely touches his robe and she's healed. That's unbelievable. That's the power of God. She's healed in an instant. And Jesus said, wait. Who just touched me? I felt the power go out of me. And his disciples said, are you nuts? There's people all around you. And you said, who touched me? But Jesus knew. Jesus knows the least little thing. You know, sometimes we are like this woman. Sometimes we are in an affliction. Maybe it's a physical illness. Maybe it's some stress or some struggle or some sin or something we're going through. And we need to be like this woman. We need to seek Jesus out with all our heart, mind, soul, strength, everything we've got. She had exhausted all of her funds. She had, she had tried to find everything in this world she could to make things better in her situation, but there was no one or nothing in the world that could make her better except for Jesus. And there may be some of you tonight that are struggling, and you need to reach out to Jesus with all you got. And he knows when you're reaching out to him. If he can feel a woman touch the, the edge of his robe and a crowd of people pressing in, you better believe he can feel you and hear you and know when you're seeking out to him and you're reaching out to him with everything in your body saying, Lord Jesus, I'm hopeless and helpless. I've tried everything. I need you to deliver me from this situation. I need you to deliver me from my affliction. I need you to forgive my sin. Lord Jesus, please, I'm reaching out to you with all I've got. If I could just feel your presence and be with you for just a moment and know that you're with me and hear me in that instant our life can change but so many times our life doesn't change in the midst of our struggles and our afflictions because we're not reaching out to Jesus it's just that simple even though in our mind we know we should oftentimes in our heart we're really not reaching out with Jesus to Jesus with all we have and you know what Jesus told her when he finally found out who it was and she came to him in fear and trembling, uh, probably not knowing what he was going to say, Lord, it was me. It was me, Jesus. I'm the one that touched you. You know what he said to her? He says, your faith has made you well. Now, how strong is your faith tonight? Maybe your faith's not what it should be. Maybe you've been seeking other things of the world to, to be cured and freed from your affliction. But he tells the woman in these verses that her faith had made her well. And he closes by saying, go in peace and be free. Isn't that a good word, be free? That is good stuff right there. We've talked about it with the Israelites and the Egyptians. That God's desire was to free his people. And guess what God's desire is for you and I? It's to free us. It's that when we go to Jesus Christ and seek him and say, I am struggling, I am sick, I am in sin, but Lord Jesus, I'm reaching out to you because you're the only one that can help me. So many times we feel that forgiveness. We feel the Spirit of God just come over us and give us a sense of peace. And we feel that freedom, that we are free from that burden, from that struggle that we have been holding on to for so long. And Jesus tells the woman, your faith has made you well. Go in peace 
and be free from your affliction. Maybe God wants to free you from something you're going through in your life and you need to seek Him in faith and you need to have faith that He is going to heal you, that He is going to deliver you, and He is going to give you the freedom that you are looking for from whatever your situation may be. Let's pray. Father God, we come to you tonight and we thank you for this good, powerful word that you give us. And we thank you for uh, the power of Jesus just to listen to our pleas and our cries for help, dear Lord God. uh, That we have a way to be forgiven. That we have someone there for us to guide us, to lead us, dear Lord God. And we thank you for sending your son to be that one, to be our savior, our salvation, our redeemer, dear Lord. So help us to put our faith fully in him and not in things of the world, dear Lord, and to seek you with all of our heart, mind, soul, strength, and all that is within us. And let us have faith as we pursue you with all we got. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.